Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week, we go over the planetary positions discuss astrology, and take callers' questions. If you would like to call in and get a reading, you can call 347-994-3365. Call in early as the lines fill up. the November 5th edition of the Astro Energy Astrology Show with me, Shelly Overton. I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida, and I want to welcome you to the show. It is a little bit overcast. It was a clear blue sky day today, and now it's not. So um, hopefully it will be blue again today, but I'm guessing it's probably going to stay overcast for most of the day, but that's probably good for those of you coming into town and enjoying Disney World and all the park energy, which is always awesome. Love going out there. Went out to Disney Springs last weekend and just kind of walked around, saw my family. They're in town from South Dakota, believe it or not. Um, Got out just in time because there's snow all across the country in many different places. I've heard of, uh, you know, I've got a friend in Denver who sends me photos of the snow all over the ground. So I know South Dakota also got that same snow and Minnesota. So anyway, um, today we are going to talk a little bit about politics, but first we're going to go over what's going on in the sky currently with astrology. So um, let me see, was there something else? Oh, yes, real quick before I forget. If you want to know more about what I'm doing locally here in Orlando, go to the Facebook page, uh, Angelic Zodiac, or Shelly Overton. I think it's Shelly Overton. I don't think I changed that one to Artful Shelly, Shelly Overton. And I've posted uh, the link to the Spirit Fest that I'm going to be at next weekend. Not this, let me see, not this coming weekend, but the one after. So if you're in Orlando, you can join up. I'm going to do a workshop on beginner's astrology, and I'm also going to be giving personal readings. So please do come. It's a really lovely venue called Malia. It's in Celebration, which is the town that initially was meant to be Epcot, Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, or uh, I think that's what it is. But they ended up selling it off for real estate, and then ultimately it went to the residence the running of the city went to the residents of the city. So it's no longer a Disney property, but it still has a great Disney vibe about it. And they do have a lot of people who decorate for the holidays with Disney on their houses. And it's really a cool town. Anyway, it's like a little main street USA. So I will be there. Of course, the hotel that I'm going to be at is not in downtown. It's just North of there, like about a mile, mile and a half North and between actually celebration and Disney world. But 
if you go on the site on Facebook, you'll see all the information, how to get tickets. And tickets are really, really cheap. They're like five bucks. So anyway, go check it out. And so let's see what's going on this week. Uh, today's the 5th. I, in a way, I can't believe it's the 5th. Literally, it was just the 1st. I don't know what happened to the last four days. But election day in general today. So look into whether or not you have an election in your local area. Let's not let that run away from us. Every beginning of November is always on election day here in the state. So check out and see if there are local elections that you can vote and have your voice heard. So today we've got uh, moon entering Pisces at 6.08 today, which means that the moon is at the last degrees of Aquarius, which is really interesting because I have a progressed Saturn at the end degrees of Aquarius. So I've got the moon on my Saturn, which rules and Aquarius rules astrology. It rules science. It rules technology, space, um, storms, anything electrical on a very large scale, communications on a very large scale. Basically take the energy of Mercury and expound it out to the masses, and you've got the energy of Aquarius and Uranus, the ruling planet. Um, so today we're wrapping up the story around that humanitarian energy around some technological thing that may have come up. Um, today's probably going to be another strong day for, you know, things, anomalies, I think is really the best word for it when it comes to technology. Um, I've got anomalies on my computer. I was just noticing it warming up my computer here for the show. Um, recently there were, uh, like every time there's a Mercury retrograde, which we are in, by the way, Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, I get an issue with my mail. Like it doesn't matter what sign it's in. If Mercury's retrograde, my email does not work properly. And a lot of times it's like the password doesn't connect to the server so that none of my emails come through. So it's, I mean, I do fortunately get a lot of Apple email, like Apple email, like when you connect to me through uh, Apple, it's always very consistent, but every other uh, system of email never works. So I always get that on a Mercury retrograde, but it's probably going to be a little bit more stressful today because Aquarius does rule mass communications. Um, when we have Scorpio planets, they square Aquarius. So, you know, you're going to have little extra problems. And today, right now, as a matter of fact, Mercury is directly squaring the moon. I bless Mercury every time I talk about him. He likes to make his presence known, but bless you, Mercury. I know you're my ruling planet. I have four planets in Virgo. He rules all of them. So um, he's a 25 Scorpio retrograde and the moon at 25, 55 minutes retrograde, or not retrograde, squaring Mercury retrograde. So they are talking to each other, and the moon is home and family and life around a domestic environment. It's what we consider to be home. It's the person we project our home needs onto, which is mom. And so the moon rules mother, and it's squaring Mercury, which is siblings, and it can also represent um, health issues. It can represent cognizance and things that we think about, how we process information, how our thoughts uh, role where they go to and mercury usually means our minds are very um, quick and you know like we wherever mercury is is how we think so 
in the water signs, it can be a bit bogged down by emotion, but in air signs, it's very quick and close to genius, depending on which air sign. It is very much influenced by um, understanding a higher electrical energy. So we can be affected when the radio waves come through, when microwaves come through, any anomalies with the sun, magnetic anomalies were affected with mercury. And so also uh, solar flares, I think, also can affect some of the energy. And I know that's the sun, but some of the influences of the sun are also affected by the energy and pull of other planets. And that's the natural world. It's physics as well. So um, I guess when people give me a hard time about you believe in that stuff, and that's literally a quote I've heard so many times in my life. You believe in that? Actually, yes, very much with exclamation points. I believe in that because I see it. And when you understand astrology, you can infer different things that go on in the material world and see a direct link to hey, this date and time affected, is affected by this energy, what's going on at this date and time. And lately I've been listening to other podcasts and um, on the radio this week I was listening to a couple of people talking. I think it was NPR. It may have been last week. Time flies so quickly. But um, I heard the lady on there say, well, is Mercury retrograde? And it literally went retrograde the day after she said that. And so people do tune into this energy. We're feeling it a great deal. So anyway, um, today we have sun at 12 degrees Scorpio. So those of you with planets at 12 degrees Scorpio are going to feel that emotional connection. I actually got a call. This is an interesting little connection. I'm going to digress a little bit to a personal event yesterday. Um, I had, uh, I was off from my other money earning event, which is another, it's a little um, kind of like an online app that I use and earn a little extra money through, but I wasn't doing it yesterday. And I thought, well, I've got some time off. I'm going to do something. I want to get away from where I'm at right now in Orlando and I need to get farther away. What can I do? So I decided to go see my aunt over near the coast above Tampa. And I texted her. I said, you know, I want to come see you. And I never go visit her. I just wanted to get out. And I know she's been going through some issues with my uncle who has Alzheimer's. So I texted her, you know, um, I want to come see you and just, you know, go to your house and hang out. She called me within half an hour and said, well, my uncle is in the hospital and I really need someone to be around. I don't have anyone here. And um, she was near tears. She was just so touched that I wanted to come see her. So I drove over there. It was 100 miles, but I drove over there to see her yesterday and spent time with my uncle who um, wandered away and fell next to a neighbor's front door. And he had to go to the hospital and they're still trying to figure out if he had a stroke or what happened. And he's a little over 80. I think he's 82. Yeah, he's 82. So um, anyway, it was really touching and I found it really timely and so that kind of thing can happen when Mercury retrogrades. I have Mercury retrograde in my natal chart. So you have um, almost like things go your way in an essence when you have a natal Mercury retrograde. And for me, it's in sextile to the, the Mercury in the sign of Scorpio. So I have that energy that can work on my behalf. But also this energy right now is really intuitive and Neptune is still in Pisces, 
moon goes into Pisces today. So we're going to go into the depth. Don't be surprised if the next couple days you're really tired. I really, really love the Aquarius energy, which is ironic because it is in negative aspect to all my Virgo and it squares my Scorpio, but it rules my house, a home and family. And every time there's an Aquarian energy, it just feels really clear and bright and I can think better, and that's really wonderful energy to feel. So um, if you've been feeling that the last couple of days, kind of excitable like I am now, Uranus and uh, Aquarius are really strongly infused with a high vibrating energy. And when it expresses in the earth plane, it does make us much more clear-headed, but also much more hyper. And um, this is the energy, and I've mentioned this before, this is the energy that the children born around the turn of the millennium have so much in their charts. They've got the Uranus and Neptune in their charts in Aquarius. So they are the children of Aquarius. And um, this coming year, they're going hit, to be hit with Saturn in Aquarius. And in four years, they're going to be hit with Pluto in Aquarius. So it is an awakening for them. I've got chills as I'm telling you this. But this Aquarian energy, um, the other thing is I want to say – I looked up, and I, I think I have it here, actually. Um, I could be wrong. No, I didn't do a chart today, but January 12th, 2020, if you're on your computers, um, look up that date. I'm going to do it real quick here and see if I can. I'm just going to quick put in the information for now, but I'm going to look that up, and I want to say Mars is at late degree Aquarius on that day, which means, it, yeah, it's 20, I don't know, Venus, excuse me, Venus, is at 28 Aquarius on the 12th of January, which is when we have Sun, Saturn, Pluto, and Mercury all conjunct in Capricorn. And so, yeah, and I've got Karen in the chat room. She's got chills here in about Aquarius. I've, got, I've still got them. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Um, I really, really like the Aquarian energy because it means we're waking up. It means that the truth of the situation is finally coming about, and people are waking up – and. The sleep I'm talking about is really, it's been going on for a couple millennia, uh, 2,000 years. It's the energy of Capricorn. So the quote-unquote age of Aquarius is really an awakening. And that means that we're coming to a truth and we're no longer in this uh, hierarchical restricted energy where we can't get out of the paradigm of the hierarchy of the crime and punishment paradigm. And we're going to a more autonomous, and when I say autonomous, I mean that we're taking ownership of our own lives and our own karma and our own causes and effects so that people don't have to punish us. So we're getting out of that crime and punishment paradigm and we're going into like, no, that doesn't work for me anymore. We're going to be on a larger scale awakening and awareness of the true nature of what's going on in the world and how to really get what we want for our own happiness. So I just, I mean, I know it's probably Pollyanna on some level because there is also a power energy downside of Aquarius, which means it can be electrical grid power. It can be in charge power, um, not understanding the linearity because Aquarius is not a linear energy. So there is this larger, broader awareness. It's an overarching, um, higher understanding of what, goes on in different systems. So it's really a clearing out of old energy systems and using a much higher power infusion of 
electrical energy, uh, magnetic energy, psychic energy, all these energy sources are going to get infused with kind of like a turbo power coming up in the next decade. So it's really, I mean, I'm sorry I get on a tangent. I know those of you listening to me, like, you really have a high energy and you really, it's pretty intense. I will say yes, I am. I can be pretty intense. Part of that is Pluto next to my sun. Another part of it is Uranus next to my sun. So I have a lot of intense energy coming through my chart and coming through my mind at times. But, um, you know, in, today it just seems to be a little bit heightened. And that's probably, like I said, because of the moon on my, uh, my natal Saturn retrograde. But um, this energy is also awakening the masses. Okay. We are moving into this awareness that cannot be denied. Now, Scorpio energy, which is where a lot of our planets have been recently because that is Scorpio season, um, that energy is about, in some level, getting bogged down in the emotionalism of things. And so we feel much more intense, but pulled in and introspective. And as we move further on in the year, we get into the Sagittarius energy, which is really uh, spiritual seeking energy and looking for new different experiences with other cultures and other energies and understanding. So today we have Venus in Sagittarius and we have Jupiter at 24 Sagittarius getting ready to go into Capricorn in a little, uh, let's see, it's, oh, how did I lose this date? I want to say this. No, it's the third. Um, yeah, I try and memorize these things because you talk about it so much. It's just easier than having to keep looking it up every time. Just uh, photograph it in your mind, and then there it is, easily accessible. So December 3rd, I want to say, I could be wrong, Jupiter. Okay, the 2nd. Jupiter enters Capricorn at 1.20 p.m. on the 2nd of December. So we're really less than a month away from that change and shift of energy. And so when we hit that, Jupiter tells it like it is in quotes. And so um, it can also act on its own behalf, meaning self-serving at times. But in this case, with what else is going on in the sky, it enters Capricorn. Capricorn is a very literal energy. So they don't have a lot of sense of humor about things in the world. They're very much like, no. You say you would do this, you need to do this. And they don't really wiggle too much on either side of the truth. And they want it to be very practical and grounded and literal. So when Jupiter moves into that literal energy, we are going to actually see what has been figurative. It's going to come down into, no, is, is that really what happened or is it not? And Jupiter is going to bring out a very clear-minded truth because Jupiter has been seeking information, going through that Sagittarius energy, going, well, but what is the higher understanding? Because that's spiritual seeking. So he's always on the go trying. And, you know, honestly, I do say self-serving, but in some sense, it is also serving the broader spectrum because as Jupiter, which every planet has its place in the Zodiac, every planet infuses something of value into our lives. And yes, the planets square our natal planets. Other planets can be difficult for us in this lifetime. I know I've had my share of difficulty 
with um, Saturn and Mercury. And yet what happens is when these planets go through a square to our planets, it brings out something we need to know. It may be uncomfortable, but it's something that brings us to a greater understanding. So Jupiter's place in this whole mishmash of planets is it's there to give us a higher, broader understanding of other cultures and other people's lifestyles, other people's problems. But fortunately, Jupiter has such a high vibrating energy when it comes to understanding other cultures and integrating culture that it doesn't criticize. It really embraces. So when Jupiter gets to Capricorn, it says, okay, I've just been in the waters of understanding other cultures, which can translate to immigration, which can translate to trade. Um, I know right now we are pulling out, quote unquote, pulling out of uh, the Paris Agreement on climate change, which is a very big thing. Um, Jupiter going into Capricorn. Capricorn is all about the Earth and the planetary energy, the material world, and nature. So Jupiter being a nature lover, um, there that energy is going into Capricorn, which is an, an Earth sign. So it's not what's going on with the Earth is not going to get shoved under the rug. Jupiter and Capricorn will make sure that we take ownership of the ugly side of what's been going on. Because Jupiter, remember, this last year he's been in Sagittarius, but the year before he was in Scorpio. So he saw the ugly side of things. He saw what's going on with the planet. He saw what's going on with oceans. He saw what's going on behind the scenes in sex areas and uh, trafficking. I, he goes on spiritual uh, church and religious areas. He's seen it all. Like he's been there. He's coming to shore up all that he's seen in the last two years that he's been through Scorpio and Sagittarius. Now he gets to make tangible difference in our lives. And is that easy? Not necessarily. It's Capricorn. It means that we are still dealing with the energy of hierarchy and linearity and cause and effect. So Capricorn is all about that. It is the sign of karma and cause and effect. So we're going to be seeing that in politics, and in religion, in systems, in military energy, and in social aspects, all these things are getting shored up, and we are moving towards this Aquarian energy that's coming very quickly. So this next year will, I think, be a really great banner year for an awakening around social systems that we've tried to make it in a hierarchical way and uh, require certain things. I mean, just as an example, I'm off the top of my head um, in Florida, you have to be tested for drugs before you're allowed to go on food stamps or have welfare or whatever. And it's such a non sequitur really. Um, I understand uh, in a linear mindset. Oh, well, you know, poor people. I mean, that that's so uh, stereotypical in a way. It's, it's, uh, I can't even think of the word, but it's really just an old way of thinking. And that's, that kind of thing is not going to fly when Jupiter gets into Capricorn because Jupiter is going to awaken us to the 
awareness of other cultures and how cultures have to integrate because that's what Saturn wants to do. It wants to, well, I take it back, um, not Saturn, Capricorn, but Capricorn is about labeling and understanding in a very practical way. Jupiter is about learning. So we're going to be learning new things that Jupiter's bringing in about other cultures. We can no longer uh, ignore that we are all are all part of a humanity and the culture of man, humanity. So um, anyway, I was talking about politics and I kind of got sidetracked because I'm talking about what came in and this is kind of what I do sometimes is I end up just talking about what comes to me as I'm going and that's the channeling aspect of what I do. But um, politically, I guess really what I wanted to say because as I was trying to figure out what to talk about this week, um, it was very clear that there are so many things going on in society and in the news. We've got a new six-week away election in England for Brexit. They keep talking about the general election, and I will tell you I'm not as well-versed in what they mean by the general election or what exactly they're voting on. So I'm guessing that it may be voting on the way to leave Brexit, but I still stand by the idea that we are moving in the world towards community and away from keeping people labeled and off and separate and segregating people. We are, Aquarian energy is the collective. It is not the separate. So what we get in Aquarius though is individuality within the collective. So we will be accenting the individual within the collective and so I think that if there is a problem in the EU with individuality of nations that are in the EU, that can be addressed. But I don't think that leaving the EU is the way to go about it. So, And I also have mentioned this in the past about the chart for Brexit and the vote on Brexit was really kind of like a non-starter in the chart. So, And I think that just translates into all the difficulty they've been having uh, with getting out and having some kind of plan to get out. I just don't think it's really in alignment with where we're heading as a collective humanity, but that's my opinion as an astrologer. So I just hang back and keep watching what goes on. But my interpretation is that at some point the people are going to rally around it and it could happen next year. Um, Saturn and Aquarius, it's like, you know, we have to own that we're part of this community. So I'm really curious to see how that whole thing shakes down and how other countries start to recognize, well, we, you know, this whole idea of uh, Trump saying, you know, America first and all this, I understand that he has this ego drive to be us, us, us. But that has never been what America is about. America is about integration. And bringing in people from other cultures, it started with the first day, and it goes to, till now. That's still what we stand for. We are a cancer country of mothering. And we have Jupiter in cancer. We have Venus in cancer. It is not about me, 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 I, I, I. We're not an Aries country. Not that there's anything wrong with Aries. It serves its purpose. But we do have Aries Chiron. So the me, 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 I, I, I is our, our wounding in this world. So anyway, I digress. I'm just saying that as we move into this Aquarian energy next year, 
it is about how to integrate community. And it's just where we're heading. So as you look out on the world, I mean, Chile's having issues. Um, now they're, I heard that they're starting to focus, uh, that now that Syria has been an issue with Russia, they're going to look at Libya and start to focus military energy on Libya. I mean, we are in a very volatile military time, but I do see that the people are banding together in ways that they haven't in a while, like all around the globe. It's not just hotspots here and there, but it's all around the world. So um, I guess that's what I want to say about what's going on energetically is that we are raising the vibration and people are awakening and they're awakening to injustice. And that injustice is starting to um, come out and we're seeing it very clearly in the world. So Jupiter reaches the end of Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarius is a very bubbly, buoyant energy. It's optimistic and it rules optimism. It rules religion and travel and integration of cultures and all that in a fire sign is a passion and a burn to do something. It's an action energy. It goes into Capricorn and now it has to hit the ground running and make it real. So all of the energy that we've been passionate about, it now is going to come to fruition as we go in. And I've got chills all over as I tell you this. As we go into the next year, a lot of the um, educational awareness, I, I know education for me in the news seems to be on a back burner because of all the impeachment stuff and Brexit and, you know, um, just whatever the news cycle and whatever the spin doctors are doing, they're getting our attention where they want to go. But now as we come into the new year, it's going to be much more about, okay, there is no second chance at this. We have to do something about people's rights, climate, um, politics around finances, people who are not making ends meet. I think a lot about this. This is, it's awakening the social justice energy of the Zodiac. And that is Scorpio, it's Aquarius. And even though they square, they're talking to each other. And I guess the last thing politically I wanted to say was um, I was looking at Trump's chart before we um, started. And he has a 27 degree Leo Mars. He also has Pluto in Leo. And he has two planets in Gemini, which are Sun and Uranus. And he has a North node there. So I would say his Gemini planets definitely in his house of career are the ones that are have historically let him get away with whatever um, story he threw out. He is a storyteller. That is Leo. That is Gemini. Gemini is very charismatic and Leo is able to make things up and the two together, he can make things up on the fly and sound convincing. But those energies in the Zodiac right now are getting hit directly by Scorpio. Uh, Mercury retrograde at late Scorpio is directly squaring his Mars and Leo. And that Mars is how he takes action. It's how he tells stories. It's his Mars and Leo's four degrees above the horizon. I'm telling you, I, I do a, the Porphyry chart, which other charts have him as the last degree of Leo rising, but I have him as a one degree Virgo rising. But um, this Mercury retrograde definitely is affecting him. And I find it really fascinating. And I'm going to say this before I go off air. I will take a call uh, if anybody needs one. But 
Um, it's it's really a Mercury retrograde of finding out information, and it is hitting really hard on him because it is a direct square to his Mars and the end degree of his 12th house. It's like telling him, no, you're, you've been able to live in this fantasy world of yours, and now everything is coming out into the open, and you can no longer um, live that way. And it's a difficult lesson for him and his cronies, but it's all out on the table. It's coming out very rapidly to where he, I think he doesn't even know how to spin it anymore, and he's kind of drowning in which direction to turn. Um, that energy, that Scorpio Mercury retrograde, it's going back to the middle of the sign, which will be within two degrees of a square to his Pluto. It already went over his Pluto, and then it will hit very close and go forward and go back over his Mars. I would say when Jupiter goes into Capricorn, that also is an approach, and very quickly in January, an approach of an quincunx slash, I call it in conjunct. I like the word better. I like the, the glyph. I justify it every time, but I'm going to tell you, it's 150 degrees away from his Pluto, and he's getting a direct hit on his Pluto from that energy, from that uh, Mercury retrograde, and then Jupiter going into Capricorn. So it is a major life change, and really, in a way, he is the projection of our own underside in the world like the the energy that he has brought forth to show us what has always been here and now it's out in the open brashly is all over the world you know he brings out i've experienced it in my personal life how people just say whatever they want and they see are very unapologetic about it and it's it's rudeness it's entitlement and it's around the world coming out everywhere and that doesn't mean that he's created it means that he's the catalyst to bring out the catharsis in this world. And if there were ever any good that could come from this, that would be it. That he is the catalyst to expunge the ugly in this world and to see it for what it is. And that's where we need to head in this world. And now I'm going to get off my pulpit. (laughs) Thank you for calling in. I apologize for the person who had their hand raised. And I think it went away at the bottom of the show when, you know, I have half an hour of live listening, and then after that, um, it it cuts off. So people hang up, and I think that person probably hung up when I cut off. But anyway, I want to say that I'm very energized by what's coming in, and I'm very optimistic. I think that we have times of sadness and depression and certainly information coming out that is very difficult to take, but I think that the path that we're heading towards has a lot of hope and optimism, and I hope that you can find that in your day-to-day life. If you want to get a reading from me, I would love to look at your chart personally. Just go to Angelic Zodiac, and you can also book on Facebook now. I've got a book now button there if you want to. I look forward to talking with you, and with that, I will end the show, and thank you for listening. Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the Readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com 
with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com, T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. Music provided on show-by-show basis will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to ShellyOverton.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at astroart.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at angeliczodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.